This is a podcast episode by Tabletop Games Blog. Find out more at tabletopgamesblog.com. Let me illustrate. A podcast series putting the spotlight on board game artists. My name is Andrew Bosley. I have been a board game artist since 2015, I think. I became a board game artist because uh, the opportunity came. Uh, I've always been a a gamer, but uh, it wasn't until 2015 that the opportunity came along to, to be a part of it. The art style I am best known for is my style that is more whimsical but realistic. Uh, the first board game I was an artist for was Mission Red Planet by Bruno Feduti. Uh, the work I am most proud of was for the board game Everdell, I think, because it was the chance to, to develop a, a world pretty fully through the art. Uh, I like creating artwork that is immersive, that uh, allows you to, to feel like you're part of the world. I get my inspiration from lots of different things, from great photography, uh, other great illustrators, nature, strange things like railway posters and hand-painted signs and wacky stuff like that. Uh, I think the most important part of making artwork for board games uh, is supporting the gameplay, because that's certainly what's most important. But another important part is, is creating something that's engaging, of course, and allows people to experience the world of the board game, maybe forget that they're just sitting at a table for a few hours. I think the most challenging part of making artwork for board games is that immersive element. I think there's specific things that, that make that uh, illusion possible, and, and I think that's what uh, uh, all my training and experience over the years has helped me to accomplish, but it's not, it's not an easy thing. Uh, the longest I worked on art for a board game was probably Everdell. Uh, Tapestry was pretty close. I think they both took around three or four months to, to do. In my view, more board game art should uh, try to engage the players a little bit more. I'm a fan of all different types of board game art, so I don't necessarily, I don't often uh, expect uh, uh, other artists to do things differently. Um, but but I, I like artwork that is more supportive of the theme and its style. Uh, the artist whose style I admire the most is probably Vincent Dutrait, uh, if we're talking board game artists, but, uh, and there's a lot in the board game industry that I admire. My favorite color is green. Uh, what very few people know about me is I, I'm a wannabe ukulele player. Uh, I have a ukulele on my wall, but I don't play it. But I think in my head that I probably would be a ukulele genius, um, but I don't know how to play it yet. 
Yeah. And if you wanted to become a board game artist yourself, I would tell you to practice your art. Being a board game artist is no different than being an artist in any other field. You want to be the best that you can. So it just takes practice and hard work. And uh, I don't believe in necessarily raw talent. I don't think anybody is born knowing how to draw or paint, but they might be born with a passion to work hard and not give up. And maybe they can, Some I think many artists are born with the NI to be able to see things better, but but most importantly, I think it's practice and, and hard work. And if you want to get in touch, you can reach me at uh, through my website, join, uh, sign up for my newsletter, uh, or uh, reach me directly uh, uh, through email, uh, andrew at bosleyart.com. This podcast was made possible by the generous help of my Patreon supporters. Royal Patron, Sean Newman, Castle Guard, David Miller, Dice Masters, Alex Bardi, Paul Grogan and James Naylor, and Shining Lights, Robin Kay, Sarah Reed, Tim Vernick and Wernard Wizards.